Our text for today comes from Ephesians chapter 6, verses 13 through 17. We read, Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand firm, stand therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, and having put on the, bless- the breastplate of righteousness, and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith, with which one can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Competence is my watchword. My two basic responsibilities will always be uppermost in my mind. Accomplishment of my mission and the welfare of my soldiers. I will strive to remain technically and tactically proficient. What I just read to you is a quote from the Army's Creed of the Non-Commissioned Officer. It stands as a testimony of the officer's awareness of the task before him and the willingness and competence to do it. A similar call to proficiency is made in our epistle text this morning. As Christians, we are engaging in a warfare so tremendous and dire. A warfare not with uh, physical enemies, but enemies of a spiritual nature. The devil and his evil horde of angels. We can't beat them on our own, but the Lord has beaten them with his might. The death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ has confirmed the victory over Satan. Unfortunately, Satan will not go down without a fight. Considering this, the Lord, with his word, enables us to be tactically and technically proficient, and he calls for a weapons check. Before we begin our weapons check, though, we need to examine our and examine our arsenal, we need to know why we need our arsenal in the first place. We need to do a tactical analysis of our enemy. We need to see what we are up against. The Apostle Paul describes our enemy in this manner. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. First of all, these enemies are spiritual, unseen. They aren't hulking red beasts with giant black horns as the video games and horror movies describe them. They go by unseen, but with much power. They have all sorts of power and authority over the wickedness of this world. And what kind of schemes does the devil and his angels employ now? In our modern world, the spiritual dimension of life is often overlooked. We view our problems and try to solve them in purely human terms. That's what Satan wants us to do. When he does that, he wins. It would not be shocking if his strategy was to hide his power and simply use deceit. Oh, God and Satan aren't real. Religion's a crutch. We are simply animals, as an evolutionary-based world says. Satan's goal may may be to get each one of us to separate our physical lives from our spiritual lives and say, I believe what I see, or I believe what I feel. Considering such power and schemes of wickedness, how does a mere human being stand on their own against a horrible foe? Simple. They don't. They are weak and powerless by themselves. And the evil hordes will stop at nothing until they destroy mankind. All these evil demons hate the Lord and everything he has made and done. They work in accordance with the devil the father of lies and schemes, and just 
What are these schemes of the devil and what are they capable of? His schemes trip up those without the truth of God. His accusations cut the heart to its demise. They strip of purpose, leaving men and women thinking, what's the point? They leave people in despair. They pierce and burn the conscience with flaming darts. The burning of these darts will slowly expand over the soul. But be not afraid, my dear Christians. We have just analyzed the strength and schemes of the enemy, but we have yet to analyze the assets of our own, starting with our foundation, our commander, our ruler, the Lord, our God. You are strong in the Lord and his might. The Lord possesses all power and has conquered the evil foe and his evil horde. Jesus Christ, our Savior from sin, death, and the devil, died to save the world and you from destruction, and his resurrection is proof that the war is won. His might has destroyed the devil. We will never have to worry about falling prey to his lies and schemes. As saints purchased and won by the blood of our Savior Jesus, we can be strong in the Lord. Considering this, we'll now go forward to our weapons check. The Lord lists a number of items. We'll start with item number one, which is the belt of truth. Satan has tripped up many people over the course of time with faulty understanding of the truth. Many in this world say along with Pontius Pilate, what is truth? They follow the concept of moral relativity only to be knocked prone on their backs. The Lord has given us the truth of his word, enabling us to stand against the hordes of hell. Item number two. The breastplate of righteousness. Satan tries to stab the heart and accuse people of all the evil they have done. He wants to stand before God and say, Look at this sinner. How can you possibly love them? Send them to hell with me. The Lord sent his son Jesus to destroy the work of the devil. Jesus suffered and died to give us his righteousness. Satan cannot penetrate that. He can't accuse us for this. Item number three is the footwear, the readiness of the gospel of peace. Without it, we are barefoot on rocky soil. No peace, just despair. What's the point of life without God's message of peace? There's no reason to move. We're just sitting ducks. Jesus has given us true peace with God. This blessed message makes us at peace, ready to move forward, giving us the motivation to further God's kingdom. Item number four, the shield of faith. We talked about the fiery darts of Satan and how they pierce and burn the soul. The accusations and schemes of Satan are thrown at us on a regular basis, but we have spirit-given faith. Our faith looks to Jesus, who is the soul redeemer. Our saving faith in Christ thwarts anything that Satan throws at us. No matter what, we are protected by this. Christ has won and Satan has lost. His attacks are meaningless. Item number five, the helmet of salvation. Do you overthink things? Are you worried about this or that sin or how many times you've tripped up? Satan's trying to get into your head. He wants you to think these things. But God gives to us the assurance of salvation and our future when he comes to, take, to save us from this world and bring us to the next. This salvation assurance stills the mind and calms the heart. So, 
All the items up to this point have been defensive in nature, protecting against Satan's schemes. And our next item and final item is offensive. It cuts open the lies of Satan. It exposes immorality and false teaching. It cuts through the gloom and despair. It pushes back the enemy. It is the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. The Holy Spirit uses this word to bring life and destroy evil. It is our trusty offense. One little word of it will fell the devil. So, with the Lord, we are made tactically and technically proficient, and we have won the battle in Christ. The devil has lost, Christ has won, and we stand in the Lord's victory, raising our swords, preaching the gospel from now into eternity. Amen. We'll close with hymn 768, verse 1.